Cobbacy families, and welcome to the Cobbacy Evening Fireside Podcast. The warriors and rovers are in their beds, the sun has gone down over the bunks, and it's time for you to find out what happened today. Each morning, before the boys sleepily shuffle off to morning flags, blue sheets are put on each wooden breakfast table. They are the color of a main summer sky, and each boy and each counselor pours over those blue sheets to see what will happen today. And this is your blue sheet report about what did happen today. And just in case you were wondering, I don't know if I have ever seen a more perfect Cobbacy weather day. It was 79 to 81 to 80 to 79 degrees all day long. Steady wind, freshly blowing from the lake up the hill. It just smelled awesome all day. It was great all day. The kids ran hard, played hard. No one got overheated. Little tiny bit warm at lunch. Everyone drank a lot of water and then back into the warm but still sort of cool somehow wonderfulness of the day and then this evening going out to spirit island for the second spirit island trip another amazing flat water canoeing extravaganza on the way back stars above and below it just was when people write books about maine when people sell houses in maine they're selling the myth of Maine, and I'm telling you, today we were walking around in a three-dimensional version of exactly that. Today was July 30th. It was a B-Day. It is the almost the end of July. I can't believe it. I really can't. On duty today was the Raiders. Head OD today is Sven. Flags today were brought to you by Matt Fazolero, who goes by Faz. Yvonne was in the octagon today, and the Cobbadome cleanup belonged to football. Evening activity tonight, I just mentioned Spirit Island. Our second and third graders were there. Fourth graders had a bunk night tonight. Warriors had a water fun night, which is pretty great. And then council had council games. And for council games, they played awesome ball. We'll talk about that in a second. On deck tomorrow, Rovers and Warriors have Watermelon League. Council has the council games again. No awesome ball this time. And the Sachem, the mighty Sachem. Buckle up, everybody. Because they're going to Walmart. Walmart trip for Sachem. Laundry today. Machias, Sako, Sebastocook, and Sachem. Tomorrow, Megalloway, Seboyas, Meadowmack, and Swift. The Sachem had an intercap today at Caribou in baseball. I believe we lost by one run. Darn it. And then, of course, the Rovers went to Spirit Island today after fourth period. The rest of the Rovers had Woodshop at Cava Choice, Wiffle Ball on Joey Field with Alvi and Ari. And Nukem with Minjay. Warriors had around the bases with Jamie. Around the bases is that foot race I keep talking about. And then dodgeball in the Cobbadome with Adam and Birch for the guys who weren't running. Council and Sachem had mountain biking with Owen. A football game with Jamal on the lower football field. Five on five basketball tournament with Sam O. Free tennis. And fire building with George, Ewan, and Tim. At the fire building area, we have, we have really been 
dare I say it, stoking the interest in our fire program. It's pretty cool. Kids are signing up for it. They're really excited. Today at Utility Period, which is called Lakeside also sometimes, Pro Tennis and the Inters had soccer practice because there's an inner camp coming up for them as well. Inters is Cavasi code for seventh graders. I'm going to give you the whole list. Here we go. Second graders are called freshmen. Third graders are called sophomores. Fourth graders are called juniors. Fifth graders are not called seniors. They're called preps. Then the sixth graders are called middies. The seventh graders are called, are called inters. The eighth graders are called seniors. That's where seniors pops up. It skips like five years and pops up. And then, of course, you have the mighty sachem. So it goes freshmen, sophomores, juniors, preps, middies, inters, seniors, sachem. I don't make the rules. I just work here. That is your Blue Sheet Report for today, the 30th of July. It is a magnificent and busy thing to run Camp Cobbacy, and each day I make it out of the office, into the breeze and sunlight of Cobbacy itself, and spend time with your boys. Sometimes it's a game of knockout, sometimes it's watching an intercamp, and sometimes it's marvelous one-on-one -on -one time with a single boy. Those times are often my favorite times. This is what I saw today. Years and years and years ago, our now legendary former head of baseball, Tom Donahue, one of my good buddies, and one of Griff's very, very good friends, he was walking by a utility golf cart. And in the back, rattling around, was a size one soccer ball. I believe it was here because the former camp director, Josh Cohen, had a little boy named Jeffrey. And Jeffrey really liked sports. And he was just little, maybe two. I don't remember what the legend says about how old Jeffrey was, but he was little enough that a size one soccer ball was something that he really liked. And those are the squishy ones. I mean, we're talking like just about the size of a regular size cantaloupe. And they're squishy. I, don't, I guess they're squishy because they're developmental, but they are. They're like not as squishy as a, as a dodgeball or a nerf ball, but they're in that same category. And Tom picked it up and he just thought to himself, self, I bet I could hit this with a baseball bat and it would go really far. And so he stole Jeffrey's ball, took it over to Bluey Field, and cranked that thing right out of the park. It went way farther than he thought it would. He starts, he's got this really great mind for innovation and in, in what would be fun and what would be hilarious. He starts thinking about if you could hit the ball that far, then maybe, just maybe, you could have an entire game that is dodgeball and baseball mixed. It doesn't really hurt to get hit with this ball if someone's whipping it at you. I mean it. Like, I've had it thrown at me really, really hard. It doesn't hurt. It sounds like a big thwap, but it doesn't leave a mark. It doesn't hurt. The kids aren't, you know, they're not hurt. And that was the beginning of Awesome Ball. 
which is now a Cobbsy tradition. Awesome ball. Played on Bluey Field. Awesome ball is totally awesome. And there's a bunch of rules and there's a bunch of code. So if you hit a home run, that's not called a home run. In awesome ball, it's called a Tata. And I say Tata because Tom Donahue is from Boston. He's from Lynn, Mass. He's got a thick Boston accent. He, he drops his eyes all the time. So it's a Tata. And uh, there's lots of other ones. There's a, a Sladen which is where if you hit the awesome ball and it rolls out, and then as you're running away from home base, it rolls back and you tag yourself out. That happened at least twice to Sladen, so it's called a Sladen. Uh, there's even a thing called a Feaser, which is where someone's throwing the ball at you and you get hit in a place you probably wouldn't want to get hit if you're a boy. And that's an automatic go back and you get to bat again. You're not out. It's called a Feaser, or because you might be from Lynn, Mass, a Feaser. There's a Feaser, there's a Sladen, there's a Tater, there's a, all kinds of stuff. Oh, yeah, if you get tagged out, you've been plunked. Score the plunk is the famous line. Awesome Ball has completely taken over. It's awesome here, and it is just a big deal. Today, well, Council and Sachem got to play Awesome Ball. You could tell they were playing it because as high as the gate and as low as the waterfront, you could hear the roaring. There are so many things that happen in Awesome Ball because the ball is just so much more dynamic and ballistic. And so if you hit it, like if someone hits an almost Tata and it flies through the air and someone's going to catch it, it's a lot harder to catch than it looks. You'd think you'd be able to catch a, a cantaloupe that's coming down into your hands, but it's a big old weird bouncy, soft, squishy thing and it's very hard to catch. Same thing with throwing. People are actually dodging, so you can think you have someone all the way lined up and you flip that that awesome ball at them trying to get a plunk and they just go to their belly and it sails out of bounds. That's still a live ball. They can run all the way home. It's very, very, there's a lot of yelling. Lots and lots of, of fierce, oh my God, come back. No, 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 t tag up, tag up. No, no, run, 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 that kind of thing. And then when someone scores a homer, man, or a tater, absolute bedlam. It was great to see the Sachem and the council get into it like that. It's great to see a good game of awesome ball played. Oh, yeah, very important element of awesome ball is that the defense can score by plunking and the offense can score by running. And one of the other rules of awesome, because it's awesome to include everyone, is that everyone on the lineup bats. So you just keep generating runs if you're the defense and they're batting and you keep plunking them out. But you can also just keep scoring runs if you're the offense because you go through the whole lineup. The whole batting order goes in one inning. A normal game of awesome ball has two innings. You got you got to try it. It's really great. And so that is our little informal podcast for yet another glorious day at Camp Cobbacy for boys. Your boys will go to sleep tonight. Good counselors watching over them, nodding off, surrounded by their friends, loons sounding on the lake. All is well in this place set apart.